<laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Like Mother, Like Son, Like Movies. Uh, I'm Aaron. I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. And today we are going to talk about the 2014 drama movie or comedy drama movie by the Swedish filmmaker Ruben Östlund called um, Forest Major, which is an original title, The Tourist. Oh, Tourist, not The Tourist. Um, not to be com- confused with the with the um, Johnny Depp movie that came some years <laughs> before. <laughs> yeah. um, no, this is a very different different kind of movie. It's a very I've I've been wanting to see Oscar movies for a long time. He he has been in the Cannes Film Festivals a lot. I think this movie was there, and just this year there was the the Square was. Um, in the competition selection, and uh, I, I I got really interested in his uh, films. Like they 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 see very uh, yeah interesting stories and stuff like this. So I, I I was really happy to finally see the tourist, and yeah, it's going to be a really interesting discussion about it. It's a uh, like I I didn't really know anything about the movie when I went into it, and I think th- this is for me this is the best kind of. Uh, way to watch films you know I, I just I, I didn't really have any idea what this movie was really going to be about like I, I just know that it's like like for some mature name itself somehow like predicts some kind of like major drama or conflict that will happen something yes, it's a uh... They they say it's like unavoidable accident or chance occurrence. Yeah, like something happens and then it's not the same anymore. Or some like there was some some kind of description description also that that something happens and it relieves you from the responsibility or something like this in, in law in law terms or something. Yeah, yeah, it's an unavoidable accident, like you can't prevent. Yeah, it. exactly, yeah, you cannot prevent it and stuff, and it's also uh, uh, kind of sets an atmosphere, an idea of that some some things will not be the same, or like, yeah, it will change the circumstances in some ways, and it's it's indeed like out of your hand in a way, an external force or something, and... and um, and then there's this Swedish title, the original title, The Tourist, that I didn't really, didn't have really any idea what that name would be about, you know, like, why why is this film a tourist? Like, well, well, um, clearly it's like, because it's a Swedish movie where a Swedish family, uh, ma- a father and a mother and two uh, daughter and a son, they go on a holiday. They are tourists in, in France, in the, in the... Uh, France uh, mountains on a skiing yeah. resort on the French Alps. Yeah, on the French Alps, and they so that's okay. Of of course, obvious that they are t- tourists in that sense. But I think, like, uh, aside from that, like, I, I, it's really hard for me to pinpoint like what is the tourist uh, idea in the in the concept of the movie. 
And it was really interesting to, by, by not knowing anything about what the movie really is going to be about, it was really interesting to kind of just follow the events naturally, you know, yeah, yeah. without a synopsis in your head, like, okay, this, at some point that is going to happen, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so, or, or you see the, the trailer and then you're waiting, you go, aha, now that's the trailer moment, <laughs> you know, so I, I really enjoyed when, when just events uh, happen naturally and, 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 yeah. Other, part, other other things about this movie is really really wonderful is that in 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 terms of that 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 way of watching is that it's it's filmed very naturally. It's very blank and very static, you know, in a way. There's a lot of silence and a lot of just the camera just keeps on these these mountain views and this family and and it's just kind of there is this very natural energy this atmosphere you know like it's it's hard to say yeah so. there's o- there's also a lot of feeling of a reality like you can s- feel the snow he he knows how to show us the snow you, yeah. you even see it near like it's glimmering the s- shining in the sun and you can feel it and it's reaching in the ears and the snow yeah, ex- yeah, exactly. And the location is this this real uh, skiing resort in the Alps, and it's it's there's a lot of like the real hotel and the real rooms and the real there is a lot of this. It's and it's not a place where people live, you know. It's not a, where people are like every resident is a temporary resident in a way. So it's very clean and static. There is no everybody is a tourist, you know. Everybody is like kind of uh, in a temporary state in a way so so also like people's like clothing and how they wear and how everything it's not like how they live at home everybody yeah. is like kind of all the time on the move or about to go to the ski or something like this and next to that we we kind of observe all the time the everyday kind of situations of the resort that the place like we see that there's always like this maintenance of the mountain there's like these machines going up and down and doing stuff and they're not really they're just kind of in the background and stuff but everything kind of helps to set this kind of very natural flow of the story and and it it was in that way it was as even bigger of a shock when that that event happened. Should we talk about it now or not? Yeah. So what happened? Oh, okay. So um, uh, the what happens is that they are there is this family in the nature resort and they are. Uh, um, I think it's not the nature resort. No, not the nature. Sorry, it's a ski <laughs> resort. I'm, I, it's just automatically in my head like nature. Just opposite. Yeah, yeah, it's a scary. So it's not. Yeah, it's not the. Uh, <laughs> but it's a beautiful nature, of course. But so they are uh, having a dinner on this balcony. Yeah. Like lunch, and they are okay lunch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. In, yeah. in the in the daytime, in the, in the noon, and then there's this. They're all the time like apparently like there's this uh, uh, normal activity that they are uh, firing like setting of avalanches in the mountains, which seems to be yeah. a normal thing that they do to 
to keep them safe somehow. Yeah. Um, you hear those cano- cannon balls like? No. Yeah, yeah, and we see them also. The <laughs> camera is one, at one point is like right next to them, and there's this like cannon. So, and they never explain what these cannons are. They are just shooting off these things, and we just observe them. They kind of like they, he, the director Östlund makes them like kind of a mysterious force in a way in the background. Yeah, yeah, setting off these yeah. these fires, and and then and then it's a very beautifully shot moment. Like it's just one shot where they are just sitting in this this this. Uh, Balcony outside, and then they they see this avalanche coming, and the well, father in a is restaurant in a restaurant. Yeah, Not yeah, the balcony, but restaurant. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a restaurant mm-hmm. balcony. Yeah, true. And and they, there's this avalanche coming in the background, and the father is like, "Hey, look at that! That's interesting!" And he starts filming it with his uh, smartphone. And and the the avalanche is coming, and then the mother gets very. Uh, more and more and more nervous and nervous and like oh it's it's it, you think it's safe you think it's safe and the father's like no 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 it's, it's safe don't worry it's 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 normal they do this every time and it's then the controlled avalanche. he says it's a controlled avalanche yes yes very very important uh, and uh, the avalanche is coming uh, closer and everybody starts getting a little bit more nervous because it's coming a little bit too close to the restaurant that is coming right ahead of them and it's this huge avalanche, and everybody's like, whoa, and 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 uh, they are starting to like, let's go, let's go, uh, It's I don't think it's safe. And the father is, ah, it's controlled, it's, they know what they're doing. And the child is pulling the daddy, uh, like, well, daddy, let's, let's, what, what's happening, well, let, let's go, let's go. And everybody's starting to get really hysterical, and then it's really, really close, and it's just coming, very clearly just coming over the restaurant, and everybody freaks out and everybody starts running in the heap of the moment. And there's this uh, already this snow cloud dust <laughs> all over them. And what happens is that in that moment, the boy is pulling the father, like kind of, you know, hanging on to him and trying to support him. And But what happens is that the father realizes suddenly that 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 he's going to die or everybody's going to die. That that's his what he's thinking in that moment, you know. That that primal yeah. instinct kicks in, and he he literally just jumps out of his family's table, kind of pushing everybody aside and just runs mm. by himself away, saving himself. And the mother screams after him, like, "Where are you going?" You know, like uh, Thomas or what's his name? Yeah, Thomas. Thomas and. Uh, and then he mother grabs the children and he just like covers them and this as as the snow clouds like uh comes over everybody and or, or whoever stayed there. And then it just stays suddenly still and there's this cloud of snow. It's amazingly shot. I don't know how it's so beautiful it, and realistic. Yeah. And then it takes... in the bonus bonus feature after the D, when I saw it in DVD, they saw it exactly how it's done. Very interesting. Whoa! Okay, maybe yeah. you have to you have to tell me like yeah. <laughs> no, please like <laughs> well, I, I will just say the scene. At, what happens is that the 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 cloud goes away, and then the the mother uh, is still there. And nothing happened. This, the avalanche didn't came over. It was just the snow cloud yeah. of the avalanche. But everybody thought that it was the avalanche that came over. So suddenly everybody just realizes that, oh, nothing happened. And it's like 
tables are a little bit dusty of uh, snow. Yeah, the food uh, is still there. Yeah, everything, everything is, is uh, nothing mm-hmm. is destroyed. Nothing is happened. Like it was just the dust, you know. It was a false alarm, and everybody. It, it, there's this kind of and there's this kind of humoric moment where everybody just kind of statically kind of comes back to 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 their life, you know, to their reality, and they just kind of calm down and they just sit back at their table, and the father walks in. Yeah. And they all sit back down again, and the father is just like, "Wow, that was interesting. That was a crazy." <laughs> but they don't tell anything, and this sets the whole movie kind of like uh, after that. Um, what happens with the characters and how uh, the the there is a friction in the family because the father left them to die you know he left and he didn't stay to protect the family and this and this sets the 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 events that that where they the the parents don't know anymore if or like after that the mother doesn't really know know anymore doesn't have that connection anymore he like something is lost you know yeah. and it's and it's it's this overlapping weight and this 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 conflict but before I I want to go on, I now I, I want you to tell me how the scene is done. It's it was very interesting. I always loved that when in bonus features I see the director how they work. Mm-hmm. The, I've seen I've seen some directors in this way, and it's really interesting because then I see how they are. And this Estland has. The, his character, you can see his character from that bonus. But, of course, they did it in a studio. There was this uh, terrace with uh, lunch of people, and they did it in five days. He said, we have five days here. Yeah. In the beginning, he said, all these people, he sets everybody in place, and he arranges them in five days again and again and again in different angles, and he sees what's the best because he wants the result. Yeah, he knows what result he wants, and then he says that now we do this in five days, and the last day we we do it, do the yeah. shooting, and they try it again and again and again, and he always makes it better, and in the end it becomes perfect. And then the, they have no mountains behind, nothing. They're sitting in a studio in a no, really. Yeah, it's all built there, wow. and uh, they only have these machines who bring the steam up. They are all covered in this white steam, and that's oh, yeah. in there. Yeah, okay. and uh, they uh, later add that uh, avalanche, the mountains with the avalanche there, and uh, he it succeeds fantastically. Yeah, I did But what I want to say is that this Estland he. He says to us, like to us in the who are watching in that bonus, that he thinks that in in the film world you have to get be seen. He he looks like he wants to be seen, noticed. Like if there are so many filmmakers, and you want to be noticed, so you have to find some special way to to. Stand apart. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can understand. So, so I can, yeah, yes, of course, he's very right in this and, and so on, and uh, he's doing that. So then I start to think. I I remember his uh, <clears throat> play, 
Mm-hmm. I think it was his first film was Play, and that's a fantastic film. Everybody should see that. It's a, it's an also a shocking thing. Is it about the school see. in the, in the school like school kids? No, or? no, it's about young yeah school kids about not not that not it's about school especially. Yeah. And I don't want to say anything. You should see it just like yeah. that and be amazed, amazed. Yeah. And it's a, it's a comment on the European society. And especially Scandinavian society, and at this moment now, when all those um, people come, what you call them, mm-hmm. the refugees are pouring in Europe. It's so we should see that because it's a conf- clash of cultures. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and and on the on. The, I, I mean, the Scandinavian native side, you are amazed. And then you start to think about your own behavior after that. So yeah. anyway, so I got I mean, far away from this. Didn't, didn't that play got? Uh, I, I read something that it got a lot of heated discussions in Sweden. Yes, and also released. it was shown in Cannes, I think, in Cannes, in Cannes, and it got some uh, prize or some acknowledgement. And right, it's very good film, one of the best. Mm-hmm. And then, then he made this tourist. And now he has this square. And in all, the, I haven't seen the square, but I've read about it a lot. In all this, he's doing that, getting attention to himself. He succeeds marvelously. He, yeah. he stands apart. You think? Yeah. You, you and think? he's good. Huh. He's, yeah. he's a good director. He's very carefully doing. You can see in, in that bonus also how he's doing it. And he's, he's, he's a perfectionist like. And also funny, he laughs a lot then. Yeah, yeah, no, we got it. He's not like Mikael Haneke or... or uh, Yeah, no, uh, yeah or Haneke who, didn't laugh at all. Or, 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 uh, or who was the other... Uh, the, the... Yeah, it was... Uh, Hirokazu Kore Eda was, I have seen also, and he's a nice, he's a nice. <laughs> those, those films I like, you know, those documents on the directory, and then Truffaut I've seen, and so on and so on. We just, okay. yeah, okay. So, anyway, what I remember from Haneke was that this, um, I go on sidetrack, but this comes to Östlund in the end. So, <laughs> Haneke, when I saw him making Amour, mm-hmm. I was amazed because I was completely fascinated by that film and then of all so real, realistic. And then when I saw him filming it, they had mm. built it up. There was nothing real. Ah, uh, the, the apartment. Yeah, the apartment, the whole house where they lived, the apartment, everything. It was not existing. I was yeah. so disappointed. <laughs> 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 yeah, so now when you describe that this um, uh, yeah. hotel where they live and it's so realistic, you said that's a real hotel and everything. Are you sure it's a real hotel? I, I read somewhere that it was like uh, uh, okay. they, they filmed it in, in some place or something, but it would be crazy to build such a big uh, yeah, stages yeah. and stuff like this. But yeah, uh, not they, they succeed the very well, you know, they succeed. <laughs> like like we, we talked with... Uh, Previously, we talked about that this is not a film uh, where where um, Panahi uh, uh, yeah. he he talked about how the environment is a character, 
Yes. You know how when you when you go and film the set, and then and then the set itself really dictates the the character and the feel and what the character really yeah, feels. You know, and you you yeah. you know how like 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 the actors and the environment tell you how to direct. You know, they are mm-hmm. directing you in a way. And in tourist, like I said before, it's really the environment. It's a character itself. It's really I I just loved watching that 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 that. Um, um that style you know everything is kind of clean and kind of uh temporarily and kind of uh static you know you know there is yeah. like there's this there's this this uh weird uh background character in the hotel like this cleaner guy remember who is yes, always yes, smoking yes. and he's always just he's very quiet and he's like clearly like a lower class person or something like he just does cleaning jobs and stuff you and don't. All, that's the point. You don't know what he is. He's the surprise. There also, this Usman knows how to put surprises. <laughs> you don't know. You don't know if he's a if he's a refugee. Yeah, we don't know. No. You don't know from which country he is. I, you know, I got so interested. I tried to find out from where he is. <laughs> really? and, yeah, and I found only there's nothing told about him except his name. So his name is Johannes Mustos. And I thought Mustos, it sounds like Greek, maybe, who knows. And maybe he's a Greek worker who come to work in France. And he, who don't know if he brought his family there, if his family is still in Greece or whatever. And you don't know what hardships he has. Greek, I think he's Greek. I decided he's Greek. Maybe he's not sorry for Johannes Mustos if he's hearing this. So anyway, you don't know if he's a refugee. don't know if he sends money to his family in Greece or he, what hardships he has gone through. And anyway, you can. one thing is sure. He has gone a lot through. You can see it from him because he's so calm and assured. He has gone so much through in his life that he don't care about these upper class people who are wanted their privacy. They ask, for, "Can we have some privacy? You privacy? Did I ever get privacy in my life? No." <laughs> well, you don't know. I can but, see it from him. Yeah, yeah, but he, yeah, he has this. He's such a kind of confidence. Uh, he's, he has he, confidence. Yeah, he's he's a silent force in the background. He's a he's the uh, an observer and he, I think yeah. I think that this Östlund is very clever director. He he makes suddenly such surprises that he turns the camera on such a character, mm. which is turning the tables around. Mm. Just by being, he turning, and he's now doing that in many in in his film. Yeah, no? suddenly turning the tables. Yeah, and this movie is really—it's uh, a good point. Like in this movie, like I, um, it's 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 that conflict that happens in that balcony. It really sets up this uh, dilemma and this question about that Thomas character, you know, the father. Because after that, we really go into the mindset of the mother. We kind of start observing the mother and he her struggle in how to cope with this this event and how to kind of because there is it it the question that becomes is that like very apparently like the 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 father failed to fill it, filled up his role as a man in the family as as the father 
You know, somebody who abandons the family in the in in the face of danger, and that's his he's cowardly, and he he fails his role in a way. You know, but that's not sure, and that's what makes it very complicated. Yeah, yeah, but um, that, that that's the that's the 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 forces that start to go kind of against each other, and in a way, because the the in a way like it it's it becomes a certain after that it becomes a certain uh, gender examination or yeah. gender behavior examination where no matter if like they they kind of keep silent after that and then only they they mention it only in a restaurant and they are with other adults having a nice yeah. entertaining well, evening but well thomas doesn't want to mention it at all yeah, he at wants all. to. Yeah, he wants to shrug it off. Wife, the wife mentions it, because, and only because of the other present. Yeah, yeah, but, but how 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 it plays out is that uh, they both they do talk about it very lightly. They do both like they 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 say like oh something crazy happened today, and and the, and yeah. the father really says also that okay yeah it was this avalanche and he he just wants to get it out of the way and not not really talk about it. But then the mother mentions the detail that the father left. Yeah. See, she pushes the father to the edge to confront his his coward cowardice yeah, behavior. And the cowardice comes in the middle. It it really hits him. You remember yeah. when he's scratching the chicken away from the door? Yeah. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, what do you call this tarra? Uh, a sticker. A sticker. There's a sticker with for the children, child sticker on the hotel door, and he's so upset that he's frantically scratching it, this chicken away from there, and that's that's when he's really it's too much for him. This. Yeah, and 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 it and it uh, and it happens because like this this big this big uh, confrontation happens because the mother puts him to the edge, like and it, and it's it's really weird kind of because. She she kind of goes through this 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 trying to kind of examine her her feelings and then the the brother of the father comes to the hotel with with his it's new girlfriend. Not the brother. I think. No, isn't it? I thought it was a or it's a, a long term friend or something. It's, but yeah, it's, I never understood. It's a, it's a Norwegian Viking. <laughs> is it a Norwegian? No, <laughs> he's a big guy. He doesn't. They don't look the same at all. So yeah, but it's what, movie. But in movies, nobody ever looks anyway, the same. Anyway, he, he's a Mats, and he looks. His name is Mats, and he looks very Viking. And you know <laughs> that he's acting actually in. I found out he's acting in Game of Thrones. Ah, he's really? A Viking? Yeah, he's a Tormund. <laughs> Giant, giant's bane. Okay. Giant's bane. From <laughs> yeah. a famous actor from Norway. Okay. Um, okay, well, so but I never he, thought he's a brother. I, 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 yeah, that's weird. I, I kind of, I, I, I kind of saw is. them as, uh, as a brother. I, they had this brotherly connection, like uh-huh. they, how, how he, he tries to be on his side, and how they kind of have this. They they they, ah. they they try to dedicate a day that they just be together and stuff and it's, everything kind of ticks well in, in the idea that they would be brothers and stuff so I just kind of assumed it ah. but maybe they are not I, I maybe think... it doesn't really matter 
But the point is that when when he comes there the, <laughs> and they try to just be together, and then the mother in front of the brother friend character the, the and the guest, girlfriend guests, yeah, guests, he she drops the bomb and tr- just kind of opens up the whole thing. And then because they try to they try to find balance and they try to ar- to to agree that they 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 found like a common version of the story together like okay this happened and uh they were just scared and that's it and just let's try to forget about it but the mother cannot so he he drops she drops the ball with the, with the guests and says that he left and he he, he says that he, because the father still says that no no it didn't happen the mother says that you filmed it with the camera yeah. So it takes, there's an evidence, yeah. and they look at it together, and he she forces the father to to sink into this this character that he is, you know, like, yeah. and this devastates the father, and he's totally he everything goes that to pieces. He he yeah he breaks into like an egg, you know, he breaks into pieces, <laughs> and 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 in a way after that it becomes in a way it's the story of the father. How yeah. how he then copes with this and then the sticker uh, scene happens and all and he has this big crying moment and <laughs> which is ridiculous. Yes, it's in but, fact it's not ridiculous. Yeah, it no, looks, no, no. yeah, it's kind yeah, of a comedial no. thing. But you know, I want he, to say. No, but, the director set him to to make it very extreme. Mm. So and, and it is a humorously extreme thing, but it's it has very heavy weight in the characters and in the family and stuff. It it works really good. So in this bonus feature, this uh, director, this Östlund, he said that that this story is about um, to be a hero and why this, why men are expected to be heroes. He's, he's yeah. said it openly. So yeah. and he explains it like. The hero myth in the society is strengthened because otherwise young men would not go to war. It's a way to to make tick that they, they would get young men go to war in history, all the mm-hmm. history of mankind. There's a hero myth, and otherwise, yeah. they, and that's simply the, what he wanted. To, so, all this battle that is. Thomas makes in himself. He, he, uh, yeah. He's struggling in that because he's not the hero type of such a hero type. <laughs> like his match with uh, in Game of Thrones, he's a Viking. <laughs> so he, he looks like a hero, a Viking. No, he looks. It's by purpose probably taken such a person. There. He does this. They are very good characters. He took to mm-hmm. act roles. So so anyway, he. You know that I was. I was thinking afterwards because this movie has two names. It tourist in Swedish. Originally, mm-hmm. it's tourist, like mm-hmm. tourist, and force majeure in in the like the chance occurrence and accident, like mm-hmm. in other languages. But they, they are, to me, they look. I didn't know what to think uh, after the first time I l- watched this film. So, is it a tourist or a force majeure? Because the tourist. <laughs> Tourist is a person who goes to a strange place. Mm-hmm. 
And this Thomas goes into a strange place inside himself. As, as, as the cowardly character. Yeah, yeah. so he never thought himself beforehand, before in his life, he never thought himself as a coward. He's a very brave guy who is supporting his family very mm -hmm. well. They are well-to-do mm -hmm. people. They, they are really well-dressed Yeah, in an expensive hosp uh, hospital <laughs> hotel. So anyway, he has done his what what he thinks is expected from him all his life probably. Gone to the school, got mm -hmm. the profession, he's in a good position in, in some place working and getting much money. He's mm -hmm. done his part. He's a hero. Yeah. He's a hero. And suddenly he goes as a tourist to another world, but out to an unknown. And he becomes blamed as a coward. And so he mix up mm. completely. I see that way, this uh, film. Yeah. It mixes him up. And in the end, it's proven. In the end of the film, it's proven that he's not a coward. Everybody is. The wife also. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, so yeah, that, yeah, that really balances the the ways, you know. Yeah, it's it's really. We are not James Bonds. Mm. Yeah, we just watch James Bonds. We are not James Bonds. Yeah, that that that's I have kind of him. yeah, that's kind of the 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 thing that I had like it, it's a very thrilling movie in a way because. Not because of the conflict, but because of this gender examination. Because I, as because I'm, I'm watching it as a man myself in a way, and it's kind of the after, after that event happens, and then how we explore the mother's side, which is kind of fair in a way to explore it. But then how we kind of how we push the father to the edge about this situation, and how and also because the other man character is that Viking. The Norwegian Viking. Yeah, the mats. Uh, mats, and uh, when the when 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 the mother drops the bomb on the with on, on the evening with the guests, the mats tries very kind of poorly <laughs> try to 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 balance out the situation, like trying to ex explain. To save the man's yeah man's reputation. Yeah, man, but, what is a man? Yeah, try to say that you know anybody would do that, and and it's you, you don't think in that moment and and stuff. And but it, but it's it's very yeah. He's not prepared to to defend something like this yeah. at this moment, and it's kind of weird in uh, wh why the mother has to put it now on the table with everybody, and they're all kind of shocked about it. That it's it's just the wrong moment to. To try to address the kids, you know, in the other room, and everything is, you know, it's all really messed up in a way. So when you have the father who is really breaking down from all this stuff, and then you have the mats who, who, <laughs> <laughs> so you see, it's it's kind of so as a, also in a way as a man, because I, I think. Every man can feel that that role, you know, that expectation of man. Everybody, everybody grows up with that image of of manhood, you know, and yeah. that that's, here is a, 
that is the truth. Exactly. Yeah. That's what's going on in this film, in fact. What yes. the society says the man is. Yeah, so so it was kind of... Uh, I, I started to get kind of uh, tension because of the, the discussion about this image in the movie and kind of wanting to argue about it while watching the movie. Like, that's, maybe that's not... Uh, write it that way and maybe that's um, you know like kind of I wanted to in a way be in the movie to say my opinion about it you know in a way <laughs> yes. like like because it was kind of going to places where it was it was hard to just observe it in, a, in, in the sense in the way that it, in the beginning of the movie it felt like the women were more in control and they were kind of more rational and more like 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 the mother didn't leave so the mother filled up her role but the, the the father is blamed and the, the man is blamed as, and the man is uh, portrayed as kind of uh, childish in a way. And, and um, you you are right in that I think when you said that it's, they lost the control and they are all mixed up there and everything. And it's shown in cinematography way in that they cut the heads off. Yeah, yeah. When so. the woman talks about this thing in the, you remember when she makes the dinner in the evening for these guests and them, mm-hmm. and she talks, we hear her saying, but her head is cut off. Mm-hmm. And then True. we see her sitting and her back to us. We don't see her face and the other person. It's a very clever, very uh, skillful cinematographic thing. Later yeah. also, it happen, happens in the ski, after ski. When these two men have been skiing all day, and then they yeah. go to drink the drink after ski, that's uh-huh. that is another of a Estland moment. Yeah, you know this director moment when he throws us suddenly into another direction. When they are sitting there, and the man comes, uh, <clears throat> arguing man, who whose head we don't see, it's cut off. Mm-hmm. Another Viking, like, or somebody comes to make a boat, you are going to now fight. Are you going to fight? And it's almost becoming a fight there. When the two m- m- women make a very strange thing there, that they come yeah, to say. Yeah, it was very strange behavior. Like, <laughs> yes, like, I, yeah, it was like. They made it by purpose. And it said in the. It, it's said in the uh, character list that there are two Russian women. The Russians. Uh-huh. And why, I don't know what's pointing <laughs> in that. But <laughs> they a game on these men that, look, you are the most handsome guy. And then, no, no, I made a mistake. You're not the most handsome guy. At yeah, all. why do they have to come, come they, to them? They yeah. make fun of those men. That's yeah. the, Estland wants to tell us how the men are made fun in society and put down. That's what my, And then comes this head of business that he uh, photos the, the yeah. guy without head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. And, and also the, the messiness and the kind of uh, the storm of their life is portrayed very well through the kids. Um, the kids... We all throughout the film, we if you if you how we observe the kids, you can tell a lot about because that was the one thing that I I noticed like when when going into the movie is that we don't really know anything about this family, you know we yeah. don't know the history we don't we know don't how know they were how they were before we don't just know the high, their high class 
they 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 do well. Their kids have all kind of uh, games, and you know, they everybody is healthy and stuff like this. But we only know only the ki- their first names. Also. Yeah, and they never say their last name and stuff. But mm. but we we know through the kids. We know how how it how uh, what kind of life they're having. Yeah, because you 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 see how the kids feel and how because they echo the yeah. the core family things and the main the main core dilemma or conflict that the kids are having is that they are afraid they have been apparently afraid that the parents will get divorced. Yeah. So it's not just that now something happens, but apparently it's something that has been growing up a little bit in the background that the kids yeah, are yeah. afraid that something might happen you know it's not because of that it was already apparently somehow a problem and it's it's really well used these characters of the kids to portray the also also the what is most important mm. you know like because after that the mother becomes much more distant from everything he cannot he cannot uh, keep the family as a family you know in, in her mind she becomes more isolated in a way yeah. Uh, she's she's a mother, but and but yeah. and, and and the family is a family, but to the minimal, you know. And, yeah. And, and it, when, the, when mm. and there's this moment when when the when the father is crying out his his heart out and he's totally broken down because of everything and it's kind of ridiculous because from the point of view of the mother, she just cannot have the empathy towards him anymore, mm. and and the father is just lying on the floor literally on a on a pillow. And then the kids come into the room and they're crying and they ask him, "Father, why why are you crying?" And and they all kind of pile up on the, the kids pile up on the father to confront to comfort console, him, console to console, yeah, to to be and with him because he's hurt. And the mother just cannot. She cannot. She cannot anymore do it. She she's yeah. and the girl, the daughter, and I think that's a very crucial moment in the film when the girl. Is crying also, and he he says to the mother, "Mother, you you come also, yeah, come to uh, console him, yeah, console him also." The father, a mother just doesn't answer, and the girl just starts like yelling at the mother, like, "Mother, you you have to come!" And she she drags mother because they have to be together. Yeah, the, the kids are the key, you know. The kids for the kids, you have to be together. You have to um to have empathy towards each other. You yeah. have to have love and you have to fix it. You know, you cannot just go so get the out. Emphasis on, on in the movie in the midway somewhere goes to the woman. So I mean not empathy but emphasis. Like yeah, we are and, uh, seeing the woman's life and it we changed from the father who has been perfect in his life. So we change to a woman who has not been perfect in her life because I think because when she has the discussion with another Swedish woman there in the restaurant in down in the hotel, there's another woman who is very self-confident and is alone there, Mm -hmm. having an affair with some man just by purpose. It's an American man. He she has a she has a affair there. And she told. Then they have a talk. Hey, talk. Uh, no, talk together. This mm. uh, woman and this mother and this strange woman, this stranger, and she's, she's, 
having she's a very strong woman. She's having her own way of life. Mm, yeah. And there is everybody in her family safe. She's just there. There are no problems, and she anyway does what she wants. Yeah. She's she's looking very uh, no in another way completely as what the this wife mm-hmm. of this family is doing. She's putting all her eggs in the basket of the family, no? Mm. That's that's what the whole idea of this film I think is is here. Yeah. She's expecting certain things. She has been you no know, like the women in those some films where they wait for the marriage since they are little girls and they are going on the day of the wedding. And then the life starts, and it never starts after the wedding. So it's kind of like a romanticized, you know, image yeah. of family that you have to an expectation of that family that yes, you have to achieve. That's, that's exactly, and that's why she's standing there when the man is crying and the children are consoling him. And she's standing because oh, this is my life. What? Yeah, and this... he's like saying to the father, like, just get up. Just stop and, crying, stop crying. But you you cannot just stop crying, you, you know. She's not doing her part in the real life. No, it's, yeah. a, it's a kind of imaginary life. And we see it in the end, even in the bus. Mm-hmm. She's making that horrible thing. Everybody goes out of the bus and only that independent woman stays in the bus. Ah, it was that woman? Yes. Would you stay? Now, afterwards, you have to think. Everybody who sees that film have to think, would you have stayed in the bus? I am sure I would have stayed in the bus. <laughs> I'm not so Okay, serious. that explains a lot about the ending. Wow, I was so confused about what is, who is that woman? Because I noticed that there was one yeah. woman left. And okay, wow. Let, let's, let me say about the bus. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. Really. So, first of all, uh, the... What should have been done, should have been, so the strong men, these Vikings, why the red red Viking didn't <laughs> stay in the bus and say to this um, this girlfriend who uh, she's um, uh, funny, she's called funny, and, yeah. <laughs> and let's say, we stay in the bus, we are not going, we are strong people, we support this driver. No, he went out. And you can see in the end when they're walking that Fanny is already dropped him, dropped him. She's walking separately from him with mm-hmm. no feelings. And then why not the Thomas, who was crying desperately and everything, why didn't he take the lead and say, no, this one, shut up, you wife. <laughs> You're not leaving this bus, we are supporting this driver. No, he doesn't do that because that's not his style. He's not for such things. He's an for, observer. And... He's going to work every day nicely and earning money, yeah. and that's it. So, and what should have been, what I'm very strongly <laughs> I feel about is that, that what everybody should have been to this driver, that look, you can do it, you can do it, we support you, go driver, go driver, we support <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah, no? that's a good point, yeah. Mm-hmm. You are good, you are good, and they can see that he's not so terribly good. Maybe he's good, maybe he's not, but we have to support him. We are <laughs> all in it, and not to go out of the bus and start to walk all these hundreds of kilometers. 
So that's what I think. It's very cleverly ending this. Mm. And but but then, I but in 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 uh, in defense of uh, Christopher, I think how I saw the kind of situation because with Christopher there was also a conflict in the movie in the background which, with Fanny. Which Christopher? Matt. Which sorry, Christopher? I I, 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 I was talking oh, about okay. the actor, the, oh, okay. the Viking, the Norwegian yeah, the Viking. Viking. Uh, oh. He he had a conflict with his girlfriend, which uh, for me was very nervous moment I, I kind of hate that that discussion what they had it with the girl because uh, after the the evening with the where the father breaks down um, because of the video evidence the girlfriend starts saying that uh, Mats would also run away you know and stuff yeah. and because, because he said it's because he's his different generation yeah, and that, it's she, a weird yeah. discussion. It's and she's like, probably right. She's so young. She takes lightly, more lightly things. Like yeah, like she she says that our that their grandfather was they were even more distant to their family, and that throughout the younger generation, uh, families are kind of more stick together, and there is more dis the disagreement. But I, I I it's a weird argument. I don't know because yeah. I don't know. That's it's a weird argument, but, but the main thing was I think what was very uh, not nice about that discussion was that she kind of went very personal because Matt's tries to argue what you have been saying also is that he has been supporting his family always and he has done everything for his family. So you know, like it, it's kind of. Uh, weird that she starts accusing him of running away from his family and stuff like this, which is not maybe relevant to this, uh, this, this, this thing, like, because Matt, Matt takes it kind of, you know, offending that why, why, you know, it's, it's kind of Arik saying that he doesn't care about his family or he would leave his family, but he, 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 he doesn't leave his family. And then the girlfriend says like, why, well, then why are you divorced? Why are, why, why aren't you with your kids? And with your family, and why are you with the twenty-year-old girlfriend in the mountains, you know, in the hotel, mm-hmm. and stuff? And I, for me, that was that was the most offending thing I heard in the whole film is that <laughs> that she doesn't know why they divorced. Like, was it because of Matt's? Like, and and of course the mother has the child, you know, like that's the usual circumstances, you but know, she's... like. It's nothing yeah. to do with Matt's ability to provide for the children, you know. It's it's a horrible thing to say to a to a father who is not with with his uh, children and has has to live divorced you know it's ah it was really so, uh, so no, you do you see how clever this Östlund is yeah, yeah, yeah. makes us all serious <laughs> yeah yeah so uh, so it was like in the end i how i saw it is that because they kind of because of everything they kind of set apart because Matt took it very personal and took it very offending and stuff and this already sets them apart you know with Fanny yeah they're already apart then. yeah and then and then on the bus I felt it kind of sets clear everything in a way the bus in a way of that the mother uh, Ebba Thomas's mm. wife he, she leaves the bus she deserts her family in a way and and then when everybody gets hysterical, uh, Matt's you know gets up and he takes charge of the situation and he as a man, you know, calms everybody down. 
because if everybody's hysterical, it, anything can happen. You know, you yeah. cannot control a mass of hysteria. So he takes control, and he's a better man, and he's responsible, and he he's a Viking, and he says to everybody like, now let's be calm and be civilized, and let's go one on one. And he says very wonderfully that mothers and children first. You know, like so. But he doesn't say let's stay in the bus. No, he doesn't say that. Right? It's true. <laughs> But how I saw it is that he he showed how he acts in a situation where you have to take responsibility. He learned, he learned, learned from this all this experience that so he learned that. But maybe he uh, was like that already. That's um, it's, it's not that he maybe learned that. I I took it that he proved himself. You know, in a way. Yeah, yeah. He also tried to help in this discussion in the evening and so. But you know, there are some other things there. Um, you know, when 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 the men go to two of them, that's a very nice thing, you know, to see. For, by the way, when they go skiing together, when they go to ski, because you have such beautiful days, such beautiful Alps. Yeah, it's it's a kind of respite for us to to see. Except that the man is very, you know, down. And it's a very beautiful moment how to see how men react with each other about yeah. emotions and stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. So uh, anyway, so in the meanwhile, the wife, this Ebba, is sleeping in the bed, and the children are together without the grown-ups in the morning. Mm-hmm. They eat alone breakfast and so on. And then we see the woman getting up, and also she's cut off with the head. Yeah. She's standing by the window, we don't see her head, and the boy is saying, you smell wine, and so on. And yeah. they don't go to ski, they go to the bath, to the sauna business, then, mm-hmm. something like spa. So, anyway, then she's upset. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, that's very exciting for me, because the way this Östlund is showing us, this he, when he cuts the heads off, and when, which direction of the picture he takes. And then, when she goes, she was, I think, she was earlier alone skiing day before mm-hmm. this Ebba and she was in the mountain and she was peeing in the snow yeah you remember mm-hmm. that's how I it was all what Estland does is is uh, important mm-hmm. any single thing in this film is important so I think when she was peeing in the in the <laughs> in the snow alone in the forest she was like stating her place. Mm-hmm. My place in the world. My. Okay. Yeah, I see it that way, and and um, she was also when she was going up, she was very upset because she put this uh, protector down, and it almost clashed on the other ones. Mm-hmm. And they said, "What? Well, be careful, be careful. She don't even listen, she don't answer. She's completely in her mind. Mm-hmm. She's all day in her mind, and in the end, she's peace in the <laughs> snow. That's Now, all this, what Eslund does, is not nothing extra. And no. I have read, I have read in many critics that this film is too long. <laughs> it's way over, way over two hours, because we see a lot of places is where we just there in something which is not moving. 
Yeah, there's a long shots. Of, yeah, yeah, long shots. Lying in the bed or what? Mm. No, long shots with no moving. And uh, in the first time I saw the film, I saw it in a theater. And I thought also that what's going on? What's going on? Why I, I love it. So, I yeah. really like so, this. I seen it uh, twice after mm. in the DVD. So, and I really start to like to, that way of doing it because mm. it states, it tells things these slow moments, and mm. it is exactly as long as it should be. This yeah. film. Now I think. So. I agree. Yeah. yeah. And and it's a hard thing to do long shots well. You know, like you have to pace yeah. it correctly yeah. and. And apparently people don't like that. Yeah, people have a bad re- relation with long movies. Yeah, they want stuff to happen. Like, well, why is nothing happening? But, like, um, I really like that. I mean, you do it well. You, you just keep in that atmosphere and in that moment. And especially the white, you know, like, in the end there is this beautiful uh, scene where just a film with beautiful scenes after another like they're they really kind of before the bus they they go to the last skiing yeah and they do it as a family and it's really beautiful oh, setup yeah, that is, is a big uh, show it's a theater show no they do it children to make the make up like the, the father is a hero and then in the end the mother goes alone back and says no i don't need any any help i go it's a very long moment. The kids are really, we start to be uh, alarmed with the kids that what happened yeah. now are we going to stay alone forever? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and then we see from the distance, we see the father coming, carrying the mother. <laughs> and, and there's this amazing violin music that goes all, all throughout the movie. It's It's super great. And he he puts the father down and he has this smile because he got to be the hero and it's ridiculous kind of and and then the mother just and and and, and then the father says we made it we made it yeah. <laughs> and the family is together again yeah, we fixed it and then the yeah. mother sets gets up and he's like you want to, the father asks you want me to help and the mother says no, no, I will manage as he goes back to get the skis. And it's like, oh, my God. That's <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to ask you something. What do you think about this? Maybe every time, at least in the beginning and also between, the, we see the machines working on this on those slopes. Yeah. Nighttime mostly and so on. And then comes this music. You remember yeah. the music? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a big orchestra. This orchestra business because that we are creating this ski resort for the people. This a big orchestra business. No? Yeah. The whole whole. Uh, I think so. That that's how it is. What do you see? Well, I, I read that uh, a lot of this movie is based on uh, YouTube videos. I read. Like the, the the avalanche accident that happens in the beginning, it's actually he, he got inspired by a actual YouTube video that that shows exactly the same thing that happened. Uh-huh. Somebody filmed it and it came over them or something. And the bus in the end is also a, f- a famous YouTube video. Uh-huh. 
Ah. About the real situation with the bus that almost killed everybody or something. Mm. Like, called like the crazy bus driver. Somebody filmed. You can see it in the background. Somebody's filming the bus. Uh, you know, yeah. you know, with the, with the video, and and I read also that the violin yeah. that is playing that it's a uh, it's uh, taken from a YouTube video of a girl playing uh, that that song uh-huh. or but something. There, but there's a whole orchestra with the beat. Yeah, maybe it's added, or I don't know how it's on, but I read that he, he, he used it, like, directly in the film, that, yeah. that YouTube video of that girl playing, or something, uh, and I don't know more about it, so that, that I kind of wondered a lot about it, it's, but it's, it, it sets really the, at the tone of the movie, because it's like this, like, how you say that it's this big orchestral thing, and it's it's a drama. It's like an opera. It's like this, you know, very big, uh, rhythmic, classical uh, music. That is kind of it's it's kind of on top of my tongue. You know the how how to describe it, but it's like it's. Yeah, it's hard for me to say it yeah. out loud now. There's a surprising moment. when, In the first time I saw the film when everything was new for me. Mm. And when suddenly in the beginning type, the time no, in the comes the night and we see only outside mm-hmm. you know, the mountains, suddenly comes this uh, UFO, UFO. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you see suddenly you're on the moon. Like, like you're on the moon or Mars or something, and you feel, oh, this is a kind of action film with the... Suddenly <laughs> we are on galaxies far away. You know, they, this is, I think it's uh, Östlund's way to show the hero business. <laughs> you know, in a simple way, like the heroes of the galaxy, mm-hmm. like uh, something kind. He, it's a surprise. He does those things. It's a surprise. But, it, but a in the end, it's, it's a drone. It's just a, a toy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it turns out to be nothing. But it looks like a no, UFO. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, there's a lot of this kind of like, there's also this very weird scene in the middle of the movie when the father... Uh, when 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 he's with with uh, Mats or something, and after that he tries to go <laughs> back to home, but he he cannot get inside the house anymore into the apartment into the other room, mm. and he wonders where the kids and the wife is, and he goes looking for them, and then he's standing, he's, he tries to call them, but he cannot, and he's standing in the middle outside in the snow, and then suddenly there's this group of men. <laughs> Who are yelling and they are don't have shirts on and they are yelling running at him and they take him and then we have this absurd scene in the disco where he's in the middle and there everybody and it's this shirtless men just yelling ah, like like you, animals you think like, it's, yeah the, the, it, that is a great scene I think yeah, that is the, it shows the all the Vikings together all, yeah. all the men men together how they shout out their, <laughs> uh, out the pain of yeah. society that what yeah, is weird. demanded yeah. of them but you think yeah, yeah, because... in, in uh, disco 
Yeah, it was like a disco. It was like this oh. uh, lights and stuff like this, and they were drinking a lot of beer. Yeah, and then a lot he, of drinking. He, he starts off as 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 that he has um, the the skiing outfit in the middle. Yeah. I was kind of confused, but then I think I I recognize him that he suddenly doesn't have the shirt on no, and he's partying yeah. with them. Mm. And then and then he's back at the hotel suddenly, just yeah. you know, it like was... uh, like and it's it's like this, yeah, like you say, like this animal moment of like because before when they were on the mountains Matt tries to say to him like just yell out your feelings that's what I do yeah and he tries it but it doesn't work and then he's in the disco in a group yeah and then they scream together and it really reminds me of that you know that great scene in the wall of wolf of wall street yeah yeah uh that that wolf scene yeah when, when there's this wolf back you know like yeah. they are all yelling like wolves and it's the same kind of animal, animal, uh, primal moment in this movie, and I wanted to. Yeah, you want to say? Yeah, like about the orchestra music that you mentioned. Like, I just wanted to say that it's it's kind of an exaggeration of that because there's nothing. It, that it's a music for a big war movie. Or something, yes. or a big epic yes. thing, yeah. But it's it's something very subdued and something very everyday life. But inside there is a lot of happening, and it's kind of an exaggeration of that situation. And it's, it, I think it's uh, supposed to evoke the certain absurd and the kind of uh, ridiculousness of of the atmosphere, you know, yeah, of, of being, the thing. And, being a human being, that you should be suddenly known to do everything in the world. You can't. Because, because the whole movie, you know, like, throughout the whole movie, it has this self-image of being kind of um, ridiculous. Yeah. It's it's a humorous film. It's a comedic uh, view. It's a satire, you know, or not a satire, but like, that's the best way I can say it. It's kind of ridiculous. And it kind of it kind of, uh, in some ways, as a real argument about gender behavior and all this, for me, if I'm honest, it kind of uh, diminishes it a little bit. I don't think there is a lot of, like, real... Um, for me, in, in, by the end of the movie, I think the the whole question or the discussion about genders and men and women kind of, like... Is, is set, rebooted and kind of reset into to whatever we started with, you know, because it's balanced out. Everybody yeah. is scared. Everybody does everything. And it, uh, it, it examines very well the hero image, like the, how, how the man kind of, what is expected from them. But I don't know if it's something extremely new to discuss about in like in movies or in, in things like I, I know about that, you know, and I, it made me very kind of emotional or tensive to to want to, but it was because the movie didn't give any good arguments about any of these things, and that made me a little bit nervous because uh, I was like, "But that's not true, you know. That's, you know, like we 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 would have much better discussions maybe outside of the movie about these things." And I think the movie itself and movies in general deal much better in trying to, to describe things that we cannot really describe by words. Yeah. You know, like the subtle details of life and and our life stories, you know, like 
things that were are very hard to describe, and that's the story. That's the beauty of storytelling. But maybe itself. that's why he put the UFO part there, the UFO. That's exactly <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like saying that what you just said. So yeah, yeah. true. Like like a good example of this, like about the discussion that this can be really hard to have on the table, you know, with other people is, for example, the silence that we talked about. Mm. Martin Sources movie Silence and the and the original. Edo book is that that's a story that is very hard to to describe with just arguing and having a discussion with people like try to try to bring forth that idea behind that movie yeah. you know, that story and it has to be told as, as a narration to understand the empathy to understand the idea the perspective of the characters yeah. and in tourist I don't really get that completely like with with the gender behavior, I don't get that that same uh, missing link. Yeah. What we are missing of understanding of of gender, and I think it it deals better with the the role as parents. That that I think it deals maybe in the mix of everything. You know, it, yeah. it, it, the main thing is the the gender specifics, but what everybody is missing is the children in the background. Mm. And how how to be a parent, and how how do you deal with this as a family? You yeah, know? and that's I think is much interesting discussion. I think and it's something that is there in the movie, and I, I think because yeah, I, the gender thing is just kind of uh, it doesn't give me a lot in the end. You know? Yeah, so I want to say about this part where the men were shouting together mm-hmm. that uh, it's in in the Scandinavian way and especially in Finland they do that in sauna. You know, <laughs> the men go together to sauna, drink a lot. It's uh, <laughs> they there's even a saying in that in Finnish for that kind of drinking. It's kalsarikannit. <laughs> yeah, you can't even translate it. It's uh, it's drunk, drunk to the drunkest you can be, and it's uh, well, so even word for that in Finnish. But no, I I want to go to, to uh, that they there's a it's a cultural thing to go together to sauna, and uh-huh. a lot of people they get uh, away the frustrations, and afterwards it's no wonder that you go straight to snow. In the cold, cold snow in the winter, and into the lakes, and all through are shouting and doing and uh, you know, all these frustrations out. Mm-hmm. That, in different degrees, but they, it reminds me of that. I was not sure in that film if they are in disco or in sauna. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, if I can, if I can, I can elaborate on that, like. Indeed, we have this, that that word again, that is literally translated as the underwear trunk. You know, yeah. can can it is like to get drunk, and so it's underwear drunkness. You know, like you you and and uh, I don't think it's literally mean. It doesn't literally translate as drunk, 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 drunk. Because we can get drunk, drunk, drunk at any, you know, like Finnish, it's a, it's a default state to get just drunk, 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 uh, but uh, wherever you are getting drunk. But the uh, underwear drunk means that you stay at home and you're drunk because you are in your underwear and you drink. 
because that's what uh, it means. That's the term. Uh, Underwear that's a, drunk. Okay, so it's, it's, so you don't even put on trousers to get drunk. You just get uh, and it's usually just alone or something. You know, you just or or with friends, but you just you know, stay heard, at home. I heard that out. only the Finns know what it means. No, it's. It's yeah. a specifically Finnish word, and expression is impossible to explain. Like so, <laughs> well, now you you realized it what it is. You just said. Well, yeah, I don't yeah, think it, it doesn't seem that Finn, hard. Yeah, you're but, a Finn. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 about the sauna, what you said, like it's it's a very um, interesting uh, cultural detail about Finland is that. Uh, Finnish people in general like the stereotype is that we don't share our emotions so much and especially the men we are very uh, distant and kind of disconnected or we have close friends and stuff but usually it's kind of like yeah mm -hmm, you know just very basic minimalistic interactions and stuff but it, and it can be hard to really speak out your heart and tell kind of like in this movie like it's it's very well portrayed in that in the mountains when they are skiing together with with Mats Thomas is that they they cannot really start talking about their emotions you know it's it can be a hard thing to do and there's a very good documentary about this in a Finnish documentary called Miesten Vuoro oh yeah which is uh, translated as the Well, how how do you say war? Like uh, the men's a turn, men's turn, men's turn, and it and it the the thing is that in in Finland we have this sauna culture and everything, and uh, it's very common also to go mixed with gender mixed, you know, together and stuff. Mm -hmm. But then usually if you are public and in some some households, you know, you you take turns. Like the women go in their own time and the men go in all, of their own time to sauna. You you like. An hour with men, an hour or one day is like the men's sauna day. I always we went. Everybody around me always went mixed. Like who, who cares? But it, in public, it's it's kind of a normal thing. And the documentary is about um, the whole documentary is about interviewing Finnish men in saunas. Yeah. And it follows this uh, some cr uh, amount of uh, characters and, and Finnish men, and the and and the idea, the whole thing about the the title of the movie and the the concept of the movie is because men cannot really express themselves emotionally so easily out in public and dressed up, and you know you have to play the role, you have to have the theater, you know. The... Yeah. But then, for for Finnish people. When you go to a sauna, you you kind of stripped away your play, you know, your theater, and you there, and you are sitting there, and you're sweating, and you have a beer and stuff, and then you open up, you, your heart suddenly opens, and you you say like, yeah, I've been thinking about this or something, and you suddenly like, I have this experience. I um, I moved into this uh, one house at at one time, and uh, I had a roommate. And we didn't say anything, and he didn't say anything about himself when I moved in. And then, like on the second or third day, we went on to a sauna, and then we ended up being suddenly together alone in the sauna. And this guy, like I didn't know anything about him, and we didn't really talk so much. And on this first sauna experience, 
suddenly he told er everything about his life. <laughs> like, and I was kind of shocked, like, whoa, okay, you're going really far because he was telling about all the bad things that happened, you know, all the personal details. Yeah. And and this is what happens, you know, like you, if you want to connect with Finnish people, you go to sauna with them. And <laughs> so the thing is that if, if they're in the sauna, it's this place to talk and open up. So in the documentaries, the point is to examine the Finnish men persona, you know, and the, the insight and the mind of the Finnish men. And that's why it's called also the men's turn. It's the men's turn to talk in a way, to open up. And it's a very beautiful, interesting documentary. And if anybody's interested in Finnish culture and also the sauna culture and about anything and the man culture also, it's a really good documentary to to go into and explore. And yeah, that's what I... Yeah. Yeah. So now we are turning to the end side of our podcast but there's yes. one thing I would like to ask you I've been trying wanting to ask you since the beginning of this in fact but yes. we have so much to discuss <laughs> so much to so uh. about this uh, this critics here and there and all this because this has been since 2014 this movie yeah and I read a lot so some critics it's about the genre, genre of this film. So some call it a horror film, you know, and some call it comedy, and some call it a couple relations film, like drama, drama film. Yeah. And I myself had an idea when I saw it. Mostly what I really felt was that it's a fashion film. Fashion film. About clothes. Ah. You know, they're all the time wearing this uh-huh. tricot, you know, the uh, textile, what do you call it, the knit, knitwear. Yeah. And it's all very fancy thing. It's only, I think, the uh, wealthy people dress like mm. that. Yeah. So all the time they have this because knitwear doesn't last really long. It's and years and years, it comes a host there and so on, you have to buy new and those were <laughs> new clothes, they all had this blue underwear, you know, under the ski, dress <laughs> ski, <laughs> and then they had the ski dress and the helmets and all these and a lot of fashion in it. In yeah, fact, they're all like new, they're not yeah. like second hand things, they're all like brand new well bought, yeah. good quality clothes and stuff like and that. And you could see, it. they're used to that you yeah, could yeah. see those people are using yeah. from that also. So, and there were no evening gowns and dresses <laughs> or anything like that, but still it felt to me like a fashion movie yeah. in a way. So, what would you call it? I, or, I think that's a very interesting way of looking at it. No, I that was a, some that was a crazy person who called this as a horror film. Right. It's a, it's a, new, it was a new New York. Uh, Time or something. Maybe it's maybe he meant the horror of gender dilemmas, you know, like yeah, yeah. Uh, but but maybe I would uh, horror is something very different. I, yeah, mm. I. It's interesting yeah. that somebody view it so emotionally and stuff that it was so hard to see it, that it was so heavy that you call it a horror film. Yeah. But maybe I, in that way, I would say call it more like a thriller than a horror because yeah. horror is something very different. Most, most of the people call it comedy, and yeah, I, I, I'm not agree at I all. Can, yeah, I can see that idea of comedy and 
IMDB says that it's like a comedy drama. And I can see that that would be like in a normal idea, like the closest way of thinking. But I, I kind of like your how you approach it as a fashion. Uh, because, um, you know, you have these uh, like 1800s or Victorian era films. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that like a period film of Victorian. And they call these, they call them like the costume drama. Yeah, there were because... no, no knitwears then. <laughs> But they call them like costume drama because they it's all about them wearing the clothes and yeah. the, the the high class society and all of this. So you go to the film to see that class, yeah. that class of people and that those outfits and it's a costume drama stuff. What? So so in a way you would mm. I I feel like you are kind of putting this tourist into the same way of describing it as a costume drama. You know that it's about them. Uh, that it's about them uh, wearing these clothes, and I, I, in a way, I kind of, uh, I kind of like that this description because I, in the beginning of the podcast, I or, or already told you one of the main things is the environment of the film is a very big part of it, and yeah. also the way they dress and everything, like the clean, the cleanness, the good quality of this. Yeah. It feels like. A, Everything. Everybody has enough money to just buy these like good quality clothes and stuff like this. And and in, in, and and you chose you choose your personality based on just this like color pattern of like okay this helmet is this color and and this. Mm. But everybody's in a way looks the same. Also because of the temporary temporary circumstances, everybody's also just having skis. It was all a hotel. Everyone no, it was like uh, packed up boxes. Yeah, exactly. And there's no no individuality in a way. Everybody looks the same. The the when they when the men were in the disco, every man looks the same, you know. Yeah, like, except the refugee cleaner. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's it's a spot, you know, it's a spot in the whole uh, carpet, you know, like this this one thing that stands out in a way and that's interesting. So it's a big part of it, but I don't know You know? I think that this refugee cleaner would have could have told them advice, very good advice for life. <laughs> Probably, yeah. <laughs> I I would say that it's I I like your how how you think, and maybe I I could say that it's it's a comedy drama costume, a, a comedy costume drama. Because uh, oh. I see a lot of comedy in it also. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's enough. It's enough ridiculous to pass out as a comedy. I I can equal equally to Jane Austen a costume drama, no, where the human emotions and the relations are the important. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah. I, I'm really. Um, we are coming to the end of this thing, but I, I really say yeah. that I'm really surprised how you. I didn't really know how you, what your opinion would have, uh, uh, was to be about the gender position and stuff like this, <laughs> and I didn't know what kind of discussion we are going to be. So I was really surprised how you, you really empathized with the father character and so yes, yes. that he. That it's it's not uh, so black and white and everything because it looks like that when you go to the movie that it's very easy to just 
go into the you know man and woman perspective like of mm. course the woman is right and of course the man is cowardly or something like this you know to judge him that he ran away no no yeah. i won't judge him that he ran away yeah, he, has a, he has a right to be himself <laughs> um it's in a way it reminds me of how how remember the david fincer movie gone girl yeah it also created this gender tension Yes. How how Ben Affleck's character there was an expectation as a man. Yeah. And the, and woman, the woman played played the whole society. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so it was also these are kind of a good uh, date movies to go into, you know. You go <laughs> go with your partner and then you can have a really good discussion afterwards. Oh, then you can know to marry this girl or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, okay. it can be dangerous movies to set up, you know, arguments with people, you know. But it's better to do it beforehand than after. Yeah, true. <laughs> okay, so now we thank everybody and say goodbye for the next time. It was really nice. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> really yeah, goodbye. Bye-bye. Hi, it's me, Aaron, the co-host of the movie podcast you have been listening to. Um, first of all, if you want to know more about our podcast and get some extra material from the episodes, you can visit our website, mothersandmovies.com. Um, if you liked our podcast, and you can share it with your friends. Also, if you want, it would be really nice and help our show if you could trade us on iTunes. The music that you heard in the beginning and now in the background was done by Kevin MacLeod with my additional remixing for our intro track. And... Um, Yeah, be sure to join us next time and we will discuss a film about some elderly people. Thanks a lot then. Bye.